Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning as we continue to discuss God's Word. But before we get into it today, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just ask for your guidance and for your wisdom, Lord, as we go through this devotional, Lord, and we dis- dissect and discover your Word, Lord, and we get to learn more about you, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that you have sent into our midst, Lord, to guide us, Lord. And we thank you for the protection that you've imparted to our listeners and our partners, Lord, as they travel to work, Lord, or to school or wherever it is that you'll have them be today, Lord. I ask that you anoint them and um, use them in a way, Lord, to reach those around them, Lord, to bring those that are in darkness into light, Lord. And I just thank you for your goodness and for your mercy that endures forever. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody. Glad to have you with us as we continue our series and study on the Lord's house. And we're also continuing discussing the garments of the priesthood. Um, it's going to be a, I'll say we're going to reread the same scriptures as yesterday. So that's in Exodus 28, verses 1 through 4. And we just ask that if you are blessed by this message, that you like like this teaching that you would subscribe on this and any number of the platforms we can find a day of prayer and that you'd share it with someone else so they can be blessed and most importantly learn and grow in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ knowledge and relationship with our lord mm-hmm. so that being said let's get into the word shall we and can i get a volunteer to read in Exodus 28, verses 1 through 4. I will. All right, LaCharles. Now take Aaron your brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, that he may minister, minister to me as priest, Aaron and Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ethamar. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are gifted artisans, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, they may minister to me as priest. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a skillfully woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. So they shall make a whole so they shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his sons, that he may minister to me as priest. Mm-hmm. Amen. So yesterday we discussed the garments from an overview perspective, right? But not just the garments, what they represent, and also how this, the priesthood, pertains to Christ and to our lives. So there wasn't a whole lot of time (laughs) left for discussion. So today we're going to open up the floor to for each of you to have the opportunity to share what the, the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to ask any questions that you have. All right? Okay. So who'd like to begin? 
I will. All right, promise. Okay, first, Lord Shun talking to me about where it was, where it said he, the garments were for Aaron to be a priest to the Lord, mm-hmm. and so the Lord showed me that that's what soul purpose purpose was for. And the Lord is reminding me of what the Pharisees and how they like to. They were proud and haughty. And so the Lord is reminding me of how we need to be wary of that. Not thinking of we're better than other people, but also going, this is what solely what it's for. And nothing more, nothing less, unless the Lord tells us to do that. So, do you mean it's not for personal gain? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. So, when you were talking about the, the Pharisees, you mean how it says and they used to look for attention in the marketplace and all that? Yes. And with how well they were dressed. Okay. And because of their position? Yes. Okay. So, what's it for then? State it plainly, sir. It's for worshiping the Lord. Okay. For ministering to the Lord. Amen. If then the Lord is showing me that when people have that certain mindset, it makes them unclean. And mm. so, okay, it's not just like with the Ten Commandments, not failing to do any of those commandments, but like, I mean, doing something you're not supposed to be doing. But also matters about the heart, whether you're willing to do it and if you're and if you're just looking at it for gain. Mm. So not just the action that you're doing, why you're doing that, right? Yes. And we know the, the Lord discerns the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm-hmm. Motives. The motives, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we should be wary. We should examine ourselves, right? Yes. Yes. Amen. You have something else to share, sir? Not at this moment. Okay. Anyone else? I'll go, unless you want to go, Layla. Go ahead, LaCharles. Okay. First, the thing that Laura was talking to me about, um, one of the things he was talking to me about, he was saying that what it meant by minister, he was, was pointing out that it doesn't just mean like, how people normally think of minister as, okay, you're partaking in ministry. He was saying when you're ministering to him, it is when you're doing what he tells you to do. Absolutely. So if he tells you to go into a certain profession and you do it, you are ministering to the Lord because he wants to use you in a certain way that he tells you to go. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to flip to 1 Samuel um, 15, 22 and 23. All right. For Samuel, what? Say that again. Fifteen, twenty-two, and twenty-three. Okay. Okay. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as the iniquity and idolatry. 
Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Mm-hmm. And what the Lord was showing me with that scripture is here is that, yes, there's things that we typically think of, or I typically think of when you say you're partaking in ministry and doing works for the Lord, but that's not what the Lord desires. He doesn't desire for you, you to be disobedient to him so that way you think you're doing something great. And it's like an example. If you, um, like you... And dad tells us to go eat something. I say, oh, no, mom, I saved it for you. That's not what you told me to do. You Mm -hmm. said eat it specifically. The same is true here. If the Lord tells you to go do something, he says, okay, that's not for right now. That's not the timing or season you're in. I want you to take care of this so that way you'll be able to go forward and do what I want you to do later. That's when we need to move and step. And you can see that even here uh, with, first of all, he couldn't. Um, this is slightly escaping forward, but later after this chapter, then Aaron comes, gets consecrated mm-hmm. and he's, the Lord showing here was that even this is exactly like the steps first, the stuff. So he can be consecrated, had to be made. Mm-hmm. If Aaron started trying to do the process to be consecrated before everything had been made, he would have been out of season with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have worked. You can try to throw some jeans on and a shirt and try to walk in there, but that's not what's going to happen. It's what everything the Lord tells you. Yes, it matters about your heart, but what he looks for in the heart is that, first of all, you're willing and obedient. There Mm -hmm. has to be obedience with your willingness. Good intentions are not good enough. There has to be action with it. Say that. (laughs) Amen. Amen to that. Um, So I I like that you said that. Because we often think our intentions excuse us from honoring and respecting what the Lord has already said and what he's already put into place and has requested or desires to be done, which was what um, your reference to King Saul was. Yes. And oftentimes, like when something that we know about God's nature and his character is that he gets to the root of any and everything he gets to the heart of the matter and whatever he says it is that's what it is and what we describe a a situation or circumstance as is irrelevant because god is always right you have something layla well very quickly to what latrell said about good intentions and if you look at them because they're not concrete commitments or covenants with yourself and with god they can change as the wind blows like i can start out I want to help LaCharles get his math right, right, if we're solving a problem on the board. But then it can quickly change to, I'm going to help LaCharles get his aunts right so that mommy can go, Layla, you're such a great mathematician. So my intentions, while they started off well, didn't come from a true place of righteousness or willingness to help him succeed. And you saw that with... um, the Pharisees and Sadducees and the scribes, the office that God had put in place was good, but their intentions, because it wasn't a, they didn't make a covenant with themselves and with God to do righteousness and holiness, then it changed into something else. And you see, um, Paul addressed that in Ephesians 4, and this is um, 17 through 24, and it says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to walk 
to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness." And the Lord caught my attention with who being past feeling or past the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit of hearing his voice and um, going where he says to go and doing what he says to do. They have reached beyond that point. And off the camera, Mommy, you were telling me about being sensitive to, to the Holy Spirit. And there was a threshold and you could hear when I was giving the message and then when I stepped over the line and crossed over to nagging him <laughs> my family and I joked that I'd be like nagging off Ricky Tiki Tabby uh, slithering across the bungalow and they we as humans often go past that threshold because we're not sensitive to his leading so we take the office that was meant for true righteousness and holiness and try to turn it into some something that you can get more out of glory money fill in the blank each person's um, motives are different, as in they have a different mask on them, but they're the same at the root. It's the enemy trying to keep you off your destiny track and take you somewhere where you shouldn't be going. And you could sum it up, the world, the flesh, and the devil, or the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Um, which is, God understands our humanity. Yes. And he also understands our heart motivations and while we can um, convince ourselves to throw a cover over our true heart motives the Lord he always knows and he already knows and that's why when he judges he judges correctly because he is God the judge and he sees and knows everything not he doesn't look on the outward appearance mm -hmm. he looks on the inward um, the heart of mankind humanity and the person that he is dealing with and he judges each of us according to our own our own works but coming to him and this is something we have to draw near near to him in as his children but also those that are subject to him and serving him is that we do what he asked us to do and we do it with willingness and obedience to the letter mm -hmm. right Yes. Yes. Um, because he's holy and he's God and that there's nothing wrong with that. In our humanity, we want God to make concessions and exceptions for us so that we don't have to come and approach him in the holy way that he's asked us to. And, um, you know, especially modern day Christianity doesn't want to get close to God and to relinquish or let go of the influence of the world or the control of the lust of other things entering in and we want to go well let me have this to god and and i can still have you but god said that he wants our whole heart he wants all of our allegiance our whole allegiance unto him and then he will <coughs> minister through us how we should engage and interact with mm -hmm. other people and and other things and when our allegiance and our motives are pure god can work miracles through us he can do whatever it is that he wants to do through us but when we have corrupted motives, when we're not 100% for God, then there's the, the opportunity for our flesh to get us in trouble and to create opportunities to sin against the Lord. And, and we don't want that. 
but we do have to be okay accepting that God is holy and not expect him to lay down his holiness and his um, requirement of righteousness for us. We know that Christ has been the, he is, right? And he has, yes. he is our propitiation for sin and he died on the cross for us and has been raised again. And he's already done that for us. And he stands in that place. But then there's the maturing aspect that says, we willingly come to you, Lord, in this way, because we see this is what you're looking for. We understand you've, you've spoken it to us many times and in various ways throughout the entirety of your scripture, and in particular, the New Testament, that you desire a people that are um, consecrated unto you, that are sanctified unto the work of the ministry, that walk accordingly to the calling that's placed on their life, circumspectly. And that we do our best to enter into that, do our part and not just our best, because I know how that can. I tried. Mm-mm. Um, we do what is right to enter in and assure our place with him. That's a two way yes. street. Mm-hmm. We accept the grace and then we turn and walk in love wholeheartedly out of reverence and respect for what the sacrifice is for us, for who the sacrifice is for us. And that's Jesus. We walk worthy of worthy of the calling. To honor him. But Charles, did you have some more that you wanted to say? Oh, yes. And then in Second Samuel 17, this is where uh, David was going to make the Lord a house because he had the thought. And what the Lord was also showing me here was that when the Lord corrects us, it's not necessarily harsh. She reminded me of how like when a baby runs across the street tries to run across the street because it wants to go to the other side. Normally, the parents grab the baby to move it out of the way because they know it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's not screaming at them, pointing at them, expecting them to listen and beating them with a stick. That's not what's happening. But it's okay. They're gentle. The same is true with the Lord. Yes, he knows our hearts. Some people truly have good intentions when they do it, but they're misguided and he says okay i see that what you want to do for me but let's just go somewhere else where i want Mm -hmm. you to go Mm -hmm. put the zeal and this effort into what i truly have for you at this time Mm -hmm. this will come soon enough you'll soon be able to do this but this is what i want amen he does he Uh when we come to him as little children and in sincerity the lord said um it's time that they worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. The time is coming and now is that they that worship the Lord must worship him in spirit and in truth. So he understands when we just don't know any better or yes. there's something else um, because God is a spirit, right? And yes. he knows the spiritual and the natural when he knows that there's maybe we're, we're misguided in, in our thought, but our heart is loyal to him. He can work with that all day long and he'll correct us. Um, yes, lovingly to go, okay, let me just tweak that. Yes. I want to bless you. Yes. I want you to be a part of my plan, but let me tweak it and put you in the right place that he is actually designed for us to be in. And God loves to do that for us. He loves to train his children and to teach us. And God is a good father. Holy spirit is the best teacher there ever will be. He knows exactly how to speak to our hearts. He knows exactly the language that we'll understand. And He loves to meet us where we are, but one going, I just don't know God. And this is, this is the best that I have. I'm giving you my whole heart and this is all I know. And God working with that and someone going, I'm going to trick you, God. (laughs) I I really want to do my own will. I got my, a better idea over here and I'm just going to have you bless it because that's what you're here for. That's a far cry different, Uh a far cry different. Like the difference between Saul, um, 
disobeying God totally in what he said or partially partial obedience is disobedience and because he keeping that knows alive, what's right to do and doesn't do it to him it's sin amen so taking taking the sheep leaving the king alive taking the gold because i'm going to sacrifice it to you lord i shift back and forth so God what, is, what are you doing with the gold huh <laughs> so then what are you doing with the gold right uh, <laughs> like with, with joshua and uh um there's well, sin in, in Joshua's the camp. time, exactly. Yeah. Why did we get defeated? There's sin in the camp. Why are you looking at me? There's sin in the camp. Um, so that is a far cry different than um, David saying, I want to bless you, Lord. I want to honor you. I want to, I understand that you want to dwell amongst us. And th- to the best of my understanding, let me build you a permanent place to honor what you've done in Israel, to honor you, my God. And the Lord was like, hey, there's some things that you unleashed that you won't be able to do this for me, but I, I hear your heart and that you want to love me. You're, you're trying to love on me in this truly. And God honored that by letting his son build um, the temple, the house of the Lord, the, the, the fixed structure that did it move yes. from place to place because they were no longer in the wilderness. They had come into the, promised land which david was honoring and recognizing that celebrating you did what you said you would do god so let's make your house immovable right yes and god respected that so god that's what i love about him he can look at two people and it seems like they're doing the same thing on the surface and he's like "Mm, one of these he's like no that ain't it the other one he's like okay i can hear you and i'll accept what you're doing Mm -hmm. come on in and let's work on this together because he knows motives He knows motives. And I will say this also, we're all guilty of having inappropriate motives towards the Lord because we all have a flesh Uh and we all have been impacted by the environment, the world, the flesh and the devil. And that has led to, um, let's see, roots or seeds or um, remembrance or tainting of other things that God wants to work out of us. He calls it renewing the mind and working out our soul salvation to become more like him. So God understands that we may have struggled with this in our past, but what he wants is us to come to him innocently and go, Hey Lord, I know I was a a criminal scumbag back there and I know I did wrong. And I know that I'm not looking at this right, but help me because I want to be right towards you. Not go, I'm going to pull one over on you. Holy spirit. I'm going to pull a fast one on you and you're never going to see me coming because Actually, my father's the devil. I'm just pretending like I'm one of these. I'm one of yours. God knows the difference. That would be Ananias and Sapphira. Yes. Um, the Many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, the Lord said to them, your father's the devil. So you do the work of your father. That makes sense. It makes sense that you're doing these things because you are doing the will of your father, the devil. If you were the, if you were belong to my father, you would love me. So he could tell the difference. But there were some Pharisees Yes, they had fear and they were afraid to come openly before him and and recognize him as Messiah, but they came to him in private. Um, And then you see some of them going, hey, I just don't care. I need my daughter healed now, Jairus. (laughs) And recognizing him as Lord and calling upon him and going ahead and entering in. So the, the moniker Pharisee didn't always mean someone unloving towards God. That was an individual case and God treated each of them based on who they were towards him. Mm-hmm. He gave yes. everybody the open invitation of love, grace, come partake and engage with them based on what they wanted from him. So um, 
before we we run out of time oh sorry did you have anything else you wanted to say baby no okay so i wanted to just take a peek at something that stood out to me and uh, back in exodus 28 mm-hmm. verse 2 and it says and you shall make holy garments for aaron your brother for glory and for beauty mm-hmm. for glory and for beauty stood out to me um just because it shows god's heart it it shows the the kindness the gentleness and the tenderness of the lord he wants things to be done in excellence and to be beautiful mm-hmm. he fully yes. intends that the ministry that he gives to us glorifies us it brings us honor mm-hmm. in his presence Amen. but also in what he's called us to do and adds beauty to us it, it accentuates and brings out the beauty that he's already given us not that we're taking it ourselves you know we're, we're trying we're not trying to snatch beauty and make ourselves honorable among other other people but when we walk in the calling of the lord when we walk in the blessing of god and he said i designed you for this kamisha i designed you for this the charles john promise layla susie you know add your name in there i designed you for this and when we step into that flow when we allow god to prepare us and we accept that preparation willingly when we listen and follow the instructions, when we press in to receive and renew our mind to agree with the call of God on our life, and then we put that on and walk in it, the beauty of the Lord comes through us. The glory of God comes through us and shines. And it honors God and it beautifies him in the sight of humanity looking towards him. They see the goodness of the Lord, but also we get to share in that and God causes us to flourish and us to made beautiful just like he is. And that is just, that's such an honor to me to see that about God, because we think, you know, in traditional Christianity, you know, you see the God wants you poor and he wants you just barely scraping along and you're just a worm in a dirt mentality that has been (laughs) taught through, through generations. You just be happy with two two mites in a corner. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be grateful and content with what God gives us, but he's given us everything. Exactly. The, the garden had everything, had every good thing in it and it was beautiful. Well, and then let's look at our Lord. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I'm telling you what, and, and then the hamburgers on a thousand hills. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then there's the other one. It, it says, um, when he's talking about the, uh, the three servants, one had 10 minas, one had five and the with other the had talents. one. Mm-hmm. He says, Look, uh, the the wicked servant, the wicked servant even knew that our Lord has, or that he reaped where he didn't sow. He expects a harvest. And he gathered where he hadn't scattered. So it's all his, right? And Paul says that, and John, even John the Baptist says that, right? Like, why do you boast if, if you've received something, like you got it, when... Mm-hmm. It's Lord's, and he gave it to you. That's paraphrased, of course, right. but... As though you, you boast as though you hadn't received this, right. like you that made you, it yourself. Like you earned it, like right. You, or you generated it yourself. It exactly. came from you somehow. No, no, you're enjoying God's air. You're That's enjoying it. his grass. You're enjoying all that belongs to him. It's Everything. all mm-hmm. Everything. So it's a, that's a mindset, and we need to adopt the Lord's mindset because we're his children. Mm-hmm. But I, you know... I would also say, especially um, as people are coming into their destiny, sometimes because we've been taught the traditional side of, and and I believe this was just um, the adversary twisting things to keep the children of God 
from having and possessing all that he wants for them. I'm not saying everybody's going to be a millionaire, billionaire, gazillionaire. I'm not saying that or talking about that because that is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about having what God has promised you, what he's... So we have the the general promises in the scriptures that are for every believer. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the unique things that God wants to do in your life and the ministry he's called you to, whatever that may be. And sometimes we refuse it because we don't want to enter into that glory with God. Or we think, oh, I'll be prideful or I'll, I'll, um, this may not be right because it is going to bring beauty or glory and, and honor or respect or those kind of things. And we shy away from it. You know, those who do have a pure and genuine heart towards God, not the mm -hmm. ones that are trying to get glory for themselves. I'm not talking about that. But, you know, this is God's idea. It was mm -hmm. his design that he knew this garment was going to add an attractiveness to them mm -hmm. amongst the people and create an awe and a, a desire to be like them. God knew that. Absolutely. And he said this. I want you to put it together like this for this purpose, because it will bring glory and for beauty. Because God wants us to glorify him. He wants us to be mm -hmm. desirable and attractive to the world so that they will come to him. So I just wanted to encourage you, you know, if you're standing on the sideline because you think this is too much, I might be um, lifted up too much in this. Keep close to God and let him do through you what he wants, because that's false humility to say, I won't accept what you have for me, God, because I think I won't be able to handle it. He didn't ask you to handle it. He asked you to trust him mm -hmm. <laughs> and let him handle it through you and walk with him and just obey him and let him get the glory out of your life. And um, Jesus says, you cannot serve two masters. You'll either love one and hate the other. Therefore, we cannot serve God and mammon. But you can put God in any other substitution there. We can't serve two masters. But you can serve the true and living God. And when your heart is loyal towards God, he'll make sure that you get where you need to go, that you stay safe. So don't worry about that. Say yes, God, and let him magnify his beauty, his light through you so he can get the outcome that he desires. Amen. Amen. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Let's pause there for today. There's a lot. And, you know, we'll let, we want to give the listeners time to search the scriptures out. And to let the Holy Spirit minister to their hearts. So, uh, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for giving us time to come back to you, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us signs so that we know that we need to come back to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In amen. Jesus name, amen. Oh, and before we get out of here, please take a moment. I just wanted to ask you all, please like this podcast. Please share it with your loved ones and your, your social media list and subscribe because it does bless us as well. It helps us share the gospel with more people because our podcast is easier to find and other people are going to be reached by that as well. So please take a moment and do that. And that's how you can share with us in the work that God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. Whoa. And thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. And we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things 
through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.